Hey everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wilde. Entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy. And healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely gonna be some laughing, and hopefully, you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life. To live your healthiest hot life. Hey everybody and welcome to another week. We have a very special guest, Karina V, who is amazing, such an amazing individual. She's a Barry's Boot Camp instructor, holistic health coach, and yoga teacher. And you know, her approach to wellness is all about balance. It's the way you nourish yourself. It's the way you move your body. It's the thoughts that you think. And of course, the ideas that guide you. Because at the end of the day for Karina, she believes that your mindset is what moves you. And she coaches her clients to get into that right state of mind. And she's perfect for this time in our lives right now. You know, we're all staying inside, respecting, you know, the the recommended ways and of social distancing and just self-isolation so that we can hopefully move forward as a community. So I was really grateful that she was down to do this remote podcast with me. And if you're someone like me who craves daily movement, she's been doing some really wicked workouts on her Instagram. So feel free to check that out. And in the meantime, enjoy this episode. I'll see you guys next week. Well, I'm very happy that we're doing this in the time of that we're living in. We're doing this remote, even though we live in the same city because this is our life. I've never been more grateful to have FaceTime, this software, so I can see your face while we chat because everyone is so disconnected, but we are also still really connected. I actually just finished an Instagram Live because I, I was missing social interaction so much. And I was like, even if one person's on the Instagram Live with me, at least I'll be less alone. And we ended up being like 30 people. We did a live tarot card reading. Like, how are you doing through this time? Especially because your life is so focused on community and building people and doing classes and being out in the world. How are you? It's crazy because I'm used to seeing about maybe 400 people a day, like 400 people go through class on a regular Tuesday afternoon and going from that to just seeing my boyfriend and my dog <laughs> and, the, and the girl at Starbucks is, <sighs> it's been tough. And I just, I just told Chloe that, you know, yesterday really, really kicked in. I was like, holy crap, this is real. And I started to really get anxiety yesterday. And luckily, Chris really like helped me through it. And what I said to myself actually that helped this morning was I said, when I wake up moving forward, I'm not going to look at my phone for two hours. I'm not going to check my Instagram. I'm not going to listen to the news. I have two hours just to myself. I don't want to think about it. I did a meditation. I did a quick yoga flow. I journaled and then I started my, actually, no, I took Chloe for a walk, got coffee and then I started my day. And I feel like just by doing that, I've already, I feel way better. I'm like more grounded and I don't feel as anxious. Just so everyone knows, Chloe is her dog. She did not take me for a walk, <laughs> all the rules, but if you want to take me for a walk anytime I'm around. Um, no, and I think that comes back to like 
COVID pandemic or not, having a morning routine is so important to setting up your day. And it's something that I've tried to have a better routine of lately because it's just, there's just so much chaos in the world, but whether this is happening or not, a morning routine is so grounding. So like mm-hmm. you're experiencing now in a time of chaos, but I imagine on a regular Tuesday, you would have a pretty solid morning routine anyways. Yeah, I, I definitely, I'm not going to lie and say that my morning routine is perfect every single day on the days that I have to teach class at like 7am. There's no way I'm going to wake up at five and do all that. No, thank you. But I do uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday and Sunday, I commit to a morning routine, which consists of hot water and lemon to get my uh, digestion moving, a little bit of sea salt in the water that's also to alkalize your body. And then I do a 10 minute meditation with insight timer. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's an app. Oh no, I'll check it out though. It's the best thing ever because they have like courses and you can do like 10 days to mindfulness or 10 day for beginner meditators or 10 days for stress. Like that's like the best app ever. So check it out. It's called Inside Timer. Then I do the five minute journal, which works on like gratitude and really setting the tone for the day in like a positive, grateful, happy state. Yeah, exactly. Especially in these times, it's much needed. And then I'll take Chloe, my dog Chloe. (laughs) (laughs) And then I start the day and then I don't let myself touch Instagram for the first hour. I, that I need to start doing. It's, it's a habit. Like going on social media now is, is less of a choice and more of a habit. I really want to break it because what you see on Instagram can either empower you or it can break you down. And like that, that's out of our control. Like what populates our feed is out of our control, but picking up the phone right when you wake up or right before you go to bed, that is in your hands, people. Yeah, exactly. So I think I, I think Instagram, like you said, could be so uplifting, but I think there's time for it. And I think that it shouldn't be right in the morning when you're setting the tone for the day. Well, it's actually, it's very weird to be talking to you at 2.20 in the afternoon on a weekday, because usually you would be out <laughs> in the world doing your thing. Um, absolutely killing it in the, in the fitness industry. And I love that you, when it comes to fitness, you are such an advocate of like a holistic approach to, to fitness. Like it's not just hitting the pavement or lifting heavy weights, but it's also reconnecting and doing yoga and meditation. Like I absolutely love that you're out there promoting this, this bigger view of fitness. Cause I think sometimes we can get so entrenched in one type of workout and we're like, yay, we're healthy, but then we're not really tuning into the other elements of health. Has that always been ingrained in you? Or like, did you find your love of yoga later on in life or early on? Like, I'm so curious how your journey of, of fitness kind of came to be. That's a really, really great question that I get a lot, actually. Um, I started going to the gym when I was like 18 years old. And back then, you know, it wasn't really popular. People weren't going to the gym as they were now. There was no group, like group fitness in any corner of Toronto or in the city. So I hit the gym and I started lifting weights and I would take like men's health and I would just open up the mags and be like, okay, this is how you do the row. This is how you do a chest press. This is what you have to do in the treadmill. And I was kind of teaching myself how to work out. And then my friends started going like, can you train me? Can you be my trainer? Can you hold classes? So I ended up like making it my hobby while I was working a full-time job. I used to be a paralegal before I quit. That and... I did not know. Oh, really? Oh my gosh, I did not know. So did you wear centuries like, ago. Centuries ago. carrots and blazers and like heels every day? Yeah, weird. <laughs> but that being said, that was about 10 years ago. Um, it was right when I left college. I was a paralegal for two years and... I was going to the gym and lifting weights and learning about my body. And like, I was obsessed with human anatomy and biology in school. 
but back then I didn't think I could make a career out of it just because it wasn't as big as what it is now. So that being said, I felt really unfulfilled in my career and the gym wasn't enough. And that is when I really brought in that like holistic approach and I found yoga and I found meditation and I went to do, I went to Bali to do my yoga teacher training. And after that, I think that really changed my life for like the better. And I quit my paralegal job and I decided to go full time into wellness. And here I am now. So that being said, I believe that wellness is not just lifting weights or eating kale salad every day. It's yeah. so much more mental than it is physical, but physical is just like the benefit of it. How did you make the decision to go to Bali? Because that's a big decision. You're going into an unknown environment to really dive yeah. deep into this, this practice. And clearly it, it had a positive impact on you. And it's still something that you're very passionate about now. But like, take me back to that moment where you were like, I think I got to do this. Like I got to book this ticket and I'm going to go. And like, what was that experience like? So the, the, the year before I went to do my training, I was on a backpacking trip with my girlfriends through Asia. And our last stop was Bali. And if you've ever been to Bali, there's a town in Bali called Ubud. And Ubud is like the yoga heaven, yogi heaven. There's like five yoga studios, vegan restaurants, like healthy smoothies. There's it's just the energy in the air is incredible. So when I left Asia, I started to have really bad anxiety the entire year. Well, I already had it, but it was like really building up and... I started to save money and I just had this like inkling feeling of like, I need to go to Bali. I don't care. And I need to do training there. So I started researching and I found this place called School of Sacred Arts in Ubud. And it's at the yoga barn, which is insane. Have you ever been to Bali? No, like I, I'm oh, dying to go, to go right now. You have to go. Yeah. And I wanted to go all in. So I wanted to do an intensive because a lot of yoga trainings are on the weekends for like six months. I was like, I want to do a full month all in. So the classes were from 5am till 7pm every single day from five to from five to 9am. We had to be in complete silence. We weren't allowed to talk in our meditation and our practice. Then we had like theory anatomy until breakfast. And I was a full out vegan then for that month. I'm not a vegan now. Yeah, that's the story. Just dove, dove in. And after a month, did you feel changed? Did you feel ready to be a yoga teacher? Because I feel like that would be my biggest fear. I think about, okay, you, so you go all the way there, you do all the hours. Like, do you leave feeling like you could really like impart it and teach a class? Like, that's such a big responsibility. Um, I think I didn't feel totally ready, but there was a lot of practical. So every single day we had time to teach and practice with like our classmates. And then for our exam, we have to get 200 hours. So when I just finished, I didn't feel ready and I was still very nervous but it took time. And I think like after six, seven months, I was, I was feeling good. Yeah. That's amazing. Cause I, I, I love practicing yoga. I, I go through ebbs and flows. I do it all the time and then I kind of fall off and then I come back and with yeah. everything going on now in the world, I definitely have been practicing and like hitting the mat a lot more because I feel like it's what Smart. my soul needs and my heart needs. And I love a good yoga teacher. And I think finding a good yoga teacher is a very personal choice. Like I love a certain voice. I love a certain energy, pacing, difficulty, 
but every yoga teacher, even if it's uh, the same series sequences of poses, it's a very different experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's, yeah, it's, and even in my various classes, right? Some instructors have their own following because they connect. And I think it's also energetic. You connect to the energy of the instructor. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's hard to say like, like what it is about someone in particular. I think for any instructor, it takes like about six months to find their flow and like to really find their voice. And I think my voice is more of anatomical and mindful. I don't go more into like the spiritual. I really, I'm really into stoicism. I don't know if you follow like the, um, no, no, Uh, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you to sign up in uh, like on the newsletter. And it comes to my um, email every single day and it's just like it's a spiritual way of looking at life but more practical yeah I feel like I would vibe with that I would vibe with that because if I do read something that's very spiritual I can understand why people feel very passionate about it but a lot of the times I can't personally connect with it mm-hmm. like I have exactly. so much of a science brain so I need I need numbers I need I need facts I need science I need I don't know I just need something that I can like really grab onto and maybe that's a limitation that I set on myself but I'm so curious to learn more about this. Yeah, I'll, I'll share it with you. And I think I think being relatable. I think that people like people that are relatable. If if it gets a little too deep and you're not in that new age sense, then people kind of go like, you know, I just don't connect with this right now. Some people will, but some people won't. So we so you started going to the gym at 18. What was life like before that? Were you a sporty individual, or did you just happen yeah. to walk into a gym at 18 and be like? I got my men's health mag. I'm ready to go. No, no, no. I was really into sports. I was, um, I was one of the, like the lead, um, like the starter on my basketball team in junior high school for three years. Um, I also did cheerleading because I used to, you did? Oh yeah, I did touch. I was the captain of our touch football team and I was a cheerleader. Oh. <laughs> biggest oxymoron ever. I love it. <laughs> it goes together. I think. <laughs> So I did dance. I grew up doing ballet, uh, jazz, hip hop, and then I ended up doing Latin dance. So movement has been a part of my life for since I was like seven years old, thanks to my mom and, and gymnastics. So I think going to the gym to me, because I wasn't doing dance and I wasn't in school anymore, I had to like move my body. So I think naturally the gym came to me. The movement has really been a big part of your life since day one. Can you imagine your life without movement? No, <laughs> no. That's why I have like, I'm doing these Instagram lives during this time because I, I need to figure out a way to move, but also feel connected to the community that I don't get to see every day anymore. Yeah. I mean, how important is your community to you? And do you feel that they, they also are craving this, this sense of togetherness right now? Yeah. It's funny. Cause I have like, I have a brunch club. We do brunch berries and brunch on the weekends and we are nonstop chatting on that group. There's like 30 of us and then they're doing my workouts and I could see them like commenting and they're just so part of it. And it's so wonderful to have that community because I actually, at those times, I don't feel like I'm alone right now. I really feel like we're all in this together. It's a pretty scary thing to have so much alone time. Like the alone time is the thing I wasn't, I really wasn't ready for. Like I understand the recommendations about, you know, self-isolating and social distancing. Like I'm, I'm with all of that. I'm like, got your back. I'm going to do it. But what I wasn't ready for was the amount of time to spend alone, especially because, 
usually my job has me being very, very social. I love going to workout classes, chatting with the, the instructors, the other people that are there doing the class. And then you remove all that. And all of a sudden you are just left with your own devices and your own thoughts. And that can be terrifying. Like it's, it's, it's way more exhausting than I realized it was going to be, but like, we got to just yeah. we gotta power through and get through it. I think collectively a lot of people will feel a lot of more anxiety, but it's, it could also be a really good time to really like tune in and figure out like what is actually like inside of us that we need to work through. This could be a really good time to connect to yourself. Yeah. And whenever you do feel lonely, like Cassie day today, she just called me. She's like, I'm just FaceTiming you because I just want to see your face. So anytime you actually do feel lonely, like call your friends, call your parents, call anyone that will make you feel like at home. Yeah. And if you do want to connect with yourself, because I feel like you've gone through such a journey, how do people start that journey to reconnect with themselves and be more in line with what their goals are? Maybe even just figuring out what their goals are. Mm -hmm. I think, I think journaling really helps. I think just take three pages and just like, it's like a brain dump, just write out your thoughts, write out your anxieties, write out your fears, write out your goals, just like get it out on paper and then come back to that journal and just be like, okay, this is a reoccurring thought. I'm noticing this is happening. How can I work through this? I think that's a good way to start and sitting down for at least like 10 minute meditation every single day. Cause then these thoughts are going to start to surface. Mm -hmm. You'll find your way to like, okay, I need to come back to my breath and focus on the present moment. And I can work through these thoughts. Later Meditation on. is very intimidating. It's a very intimidating word because it's such a popular trendy word right now, even though meditation has been around for a very, very long time. For someone who might be new to meditation, I mean, you already listed an app that's very, very helpful, but like, how do you get in the right headspace to meditate and how do you kind of calm those thoughts or, or not judge them when they come? Great question. So I think that the reason why you or anyone else thinks meditation is intimidating or scary is because you assume that you're going to sit down on your mat or on your, or wherever you are and be like, I'm like this monk in the, in the Himalayas. I have no thoughts. That's never going to happen to any of us. You should be okay with the fact that thoughts will come in and that's, there's nothing wrong with them. Observe the thought, let it go. So for example, I take a breath in. I release. The first one might seem easy. By the second one, I'm like, what am I having for lunch? <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I forgot to call my mom back. Oh no, there's a fourth thought. And all you have to do is say, that's a thought. Bring it back to your breath. Here's another breath. And that's all meditation is. There is nothing else. And if people are just okay with realizing that let's, we'll never, ever have a calm mind, <laughs> you'll be a master. Yeah, I mean, I want to be a master. And I feel like the, there's so many benefits to meditation. What are Because since you basically start most of your days with meditation, what have you found the benefits to be in your life? I find the benefits are because I'm mindful of my thoughts from day to day. When things arise in my real life, like for example, if someone, a coworker says something to me or someone says something to me on, on social media or something comes up, I, I learn to observe the thought and not get caught up in it and just let it go. You know, some things are obviously harder than others, mm -hmm. but I've noticed that I don't get upset and caught and resistant in the thoughts as I used to. 
Yeah, it almost be, like builds up your mental strength. Like you can go lift weights exactly. to build up your physical strength, but maybe if you meditate, you build up the mental strength to not let it affect you as mm -hmm. much. And to have the awareness to realize like, mm, that that's gonna that's good, that bugs me. But I realize it's gonna bug me, so I'm just gonna try to move past it. Exactly. And there's so much power too with just reconnecting with your breath. Like whether you're meditating or you're out in the real world, like you're you're you breathe every second of every day that you are alive on this earth. Like it is always there for you. It is like if you can use it in times of need, like why not? It's within us. No, and science has even proven that if you do it, let's say even two minutes of meditation a day where you're actually focusing on the inhale and the exhale and the deep, deep, deep breaths, it will actually reduce your stress by 45%. Why? So I think that's just like one reason to start doing it. Two minutes, people, that is 120 seconds. And we all have more time than we know what to do with right now. Have you, when it comes to meditating, have you ever had a light bulb moment? And I have, uh, this is a complete shot in the dark. You could say no. But you know when sometimes people meditate and they're like, oh, I had this moment of creativity and this idea came to me. Have you ever experienced that? No. So okay. for, I call that flow state. And I get that when I'm doing yoga, when I'm working out or when I'm in the shower. I don't get that while I'm meditating because when I'm meditating, I'm trying to just clear my thoughts and mm -hmm. like focus on my breaths. So no, but everyone's different. Yeah, but I do like that your answer is no, because I feel like that's okay to not have those moments. Like you might yeah. be someone who has that, that breakthrough in a different environment. I do so much nice thinking in the shower. Mm -hmm. It's funny that you said that too. Really, that's like where sometimes, I don't know what it is, if it's the environment, I have no idea, but I've had so many ideas come to me when I'm in the shower. It's beautiful. Yeah, no, no, it's a lot of people, a lot of people say that and they're like, keep a notebook by like on your like toilet and then just write, <laughs> write your ideas down. <laughs> you need to have like a waterproof piece of paper and a pen <laughs> you can just like pop out, write it, come back in. <laughs> exactly. Or just have it in the shower, just like glue it on like a <laughs> waterproof board. <laughs> um, okay. I want to break down your, your, your fitness routine a little bit. What are you super into right now? I'm, I've always been into hit and strength training and right now I'm into more strength training yeah yeah new, new well like right now I'm I can't do anything because I'm at home but I've been focusing on a little more muscle gain and less cardio is what I'm trying to say so I'm doing a five-day strength training routine where I do a full body Monday, Tuesday, I take a break. On Wednesday, I will do like yoga or Pilates or nothing, just mobility. Then Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday will be something else. That's amazing. I, th I think that's the beautiful thing about fitness is your interests can change. You can, you can shake it up now and then. You can decide that you want to try something completely new if you want. Yeah, you can <laughs> like go into CrossFit if you like. Or <laughs> Do you feel different? Not physically, but like mentally by doing strength training? I think that when you're running, you do get more of a runner's high, yeah. uh, which I do miss sometimes, but I definitely, I'm noticing a difference in my body and I'm noticing that I like the shape and, of my body right now a little more than I do with cardio. Plus you must feel like a total badass when you lift heavy. Definitely. Like, <laughs> and, your, and your booty starts looking better and your arms start looking a little better and your back. So it's worth it. I think. Good, good for you. Because you're strength training, are rest days that much more important? 
Oh yeah, definitely. And I, another benefit of doing this program is that I felt like I didn't have as much time as I usually did for yoga. And now I feel like, okay, I can't train today. I have to do yoga today. So I'll play it on my phone or I'll go to like a local yoga studio and connect with my practice again. Look at you reconnecting with yoga. I'm very proud of you. It's your love. It's your love. You got to get back. Um, you work in a, like a bunch of different fields in the fitness industry, but because you've worked with so many people over the years, I'm wondering if you can maybe break it down for people that are ready to commit to their health, ready to commit to their fitness, but really feel a little bit scared and feel like they're not, they're not ready for that step. Maybe it's because of insecurities if they don't feel comfortable in their skin. Like, what do you think people need to know about just taking that first step? I think the first step is a simple step. I think that the reason why people get overwhelmed is that they think that they need to come to a group fitness class and they need to be really good at everything and they need to keep up and they need to look a certain way. And it's has nothing to do with that at all. I think that if you are ready to start in this wellness journey, I start by one simple step. And I say this to everyone. So maybe go to the gym twice a week. And then it can even be like, go for a walk twice a week, go for like a jog, make that a habit and then do it three times a week, four times a week, five times a week. And then you'll notice that by starting slow, you'll see big changes and that will boost your confidence into doing other things. I work with my clients and people usually have a goal of like, yeah, I want to like be a vegan. And I also want to lose 35 pounds and run a marathon. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You are going to set yourself up for failure. Start slow, pick that one thing. And then once you nail that after like 21 days, 30 days, go on to the next thing. And that could be a reason why someone doesn't feel confident is because they set really unreasonable expectations for their, their selves and their bodies. And then they set themselves up for failure. So start small and also celebrate yes. those wins. Exactly. Just because, just because it's a, a small step doesn't mean it's not a worthy step. And it's not a step worth exactly. celebrating and patting yourself on the back and being like, yeah, I did that. I went for two walks today. Like if that's where you're starting, amazing. You did it. You got out of the house, you walked around, you came back, you got to check it off the old to-do list and you did it. And I think that, I love that you mentioned 21 or 30 days because I think that's how long it takes to create new habits. And then you right. can build from there because- I'm definitely, I mean, I do it all the time. I'm guilty of it. I set big goals. And then if I don't get those goals, I feel really disappointed when in actuality, there's so many other little mini goals I could have accomplished on the way to that big goal that it would have exactly. felt way more attainable and sustainable. And also then you just don't feel so like shitty about yourself. You're like, oh, well, I didn't do it again. There we go. Yeah, exactly. So whatever your one goal is, make it, break it down and make it simple. You want to lose 30 pounds or you want to get stronger, write down five ways you can attain the goal and start with the first one. What do, what do you think is the biggest thing that stops people from committing and following through on their goals? Um, I think that people sometimes find excuses. Um, you know, there's always something in the way there's always work or, they can't do this because of money. There's, there's always something, there's always an excuse. Mm -hmm. I think that and this ties back to saying you don't need money. You can go for a walk three mm -hmm. times a week for an hour. You got this. You can do it. Actually. Yeah. The, the money thing I think is an easy, it's an easy out. Like, yeah. oh, money's tight. So I can't do it. When in fact, like 
just bringing it back to the current situation with the COVID pandemic, like I'm seeing so many amazing people, yourself included, like offering up free workouts on their Instagram lives and, you know, fitness and teaching classes is how a lot of people in this community make their living. And yet people Mm -hmm. are coming up to the plate and doing these free workouts. And if you are someone that's, you know, their financial situation might be a little bit tighter than, than other individuals. There are free resources out there. YouTube, there's so many fitness apps. You can join a run club. Run clubs are always free. Um, so I think it's, I think money should never stop you. I think money comes and can sometimes be that, that number one thing that stops people from going, but there's a bunch of free shit you can do. And also I've, I've noticed, yeah, exactly. I've noticed that people that have the success is then when they have like a, a buddy, like an accountability buddy. So like, make sure one of your, like find a friend that wants to do it and then together push yourself. Right. So if your friend's like, no, I'm not feeling it today. You're like, nope, we're here for each other. We got to do this. And I've seen some really, really awesome success stories at Barry's with like two friends or three friends or a group of people. Yeah. And when you're, and when you do with a friend, especially nowadays where everyone is so busy, it seems everyone's just got a thousand things going on. By going with a friend, you get to like fill two buckets. You get your workout, you get your healthiest hot moment in, but then you also get to spend time with someone you love. And I think there's nothing better than sweating it out with someone. Like it's such a great feeling because you went in together, you did it, and then you get to either laugh about it or celebrate it the next. And then if you want to go for brunch and grab a drink or whatever it is, at least you did something that fueled your body and your mind while also hanging out with a buddy. Exactly. And right now, because of the situation, you can still ask your friend to join you as you do something online together. I love it. I love it. Um, I want to talk about Fit Escapes because I think it's so cool that you're taking your passion and you're taking it on the road and giving people, what is it, a week? Mm-hmm. You just tell me what Fit Escapes are. Cause I think I know it, but maybe our listeners don't. And I just, I think it's such a great idea. Thank you. So, uh, so I co-founded Fit Escapes with another girl named Cassie Day. And I feel like she's been on your podcast. Yeah. Right? Cassie Day has been on the Healthiest Hot Podcast. It's a great episode. So check it out. I will. I have to check it out. Uh, so we started a company called Fit Escapes about three and a half years ago because we both love traveling. Both of us have visited like over 35 countries and we are both passionate about fitness, yoga and wellness and healthy nutrition. So I came to her one day and I was like, what do you think about this? <laughs> Would you want to do a retreat? And she was like, oh my God, I had this like on my to-do list. I wanted to do this, but I didn't think I was ready to start yet. So let's just do this together. So we took our first retreat to Nicaragua. And back then it was like 10 of our friends <laughs> supporting Please us. Please come. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we'll give it to you at cost. Just come so it looks like the retreat is full. <laughs> and it worked because we hired like a video, a local videographer and... Uh, we shot this like epic video and it was really like a really, really, really fun week. And after that, it's kind of taken off. We've been to Mexico. We've been to Bali just recently. We've been to Costa Rica. We also do local retreats in Ontario. So we call them camp fit escapes. It's like being a little kid at camp again. So much fun. And really it's just, again, communities coming together, sweating together, getting to know each other. We also do like self-development kind of workshops. We work on like, uh, self-love and self-care do you also each other or like do they come as no, individual they, silos complete strangers well some people come as friends but 
mostly complete strangers. And then we all leave as like best friends. We are crying at the end of the week. They're like, no. so much power yeah. and people coming together. It's spending, spending a full week with anyone is terrifying. And then spending a full week with a group of strangers, like that could go either way. And, but I think that because everyone's going in with the same kind of mindset and hoping yeah. to achieve some type of goal in the health and wellness realm in a beautiful environment certainly doesn't hurt. We definitely put people out of their comfort zone, whether it's meeting new friends, whether it's like doing a crazy activity, like we volcano, we did volcano like sledding down in Nicaragua. It was insane. We did a hike in Bali at 2 a.m. We literally woke up at 2 a.m., got there, and we hiked up to the top of volcano and watched the sunrise. I saw people in tears. So either you're making new friends, you're doing new things, you're trying new workouts, you're trying brand new foods, you're stepping out of your comfort zone and people come back from the retreats. Just, I feel like they are so inspired. I know at least four people have quit their jobs after our retreat. Yeah. I'm covered in goosebumps. What That's do you think true. it is about that retreat or retreats in general that, that push people in that way to look at their, their lives in a completely different light? That's a big, big vision. No, it's a, it's a, there's, we have like one, one of the girls, she uh, quit her job and now she is making more than a six figure income per month online. <laughs> so yeah. when's the next retreat? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think there's a level of like inspiration. I think they see Cassie and I like doing what we love as we are traveling and they see other people and they get inspired and they really work on and tune into themselves and they come back home with a new perspective. And I think that's why some people are like, am I really happy at what I'm doing right now? Or is there something else I can do to really feel fulfilled? Sometimes it takes leaving your comfort zone, getting uncomfortable to realize the areas that you can grow in. And I love that you guys do it in Ontario too, because for people, you know, going to Bali might sound nice, but maybe it's outside of their price range. So the fact that you can offer something local is is amazing because it allows more people to experience what other people have experienced but I imagine that planning a retreat is not an easy thing I mean you're yeah. the, the logistics behind planning that must be a lot and then you guys are basically giving it your all every day to these people whether it's through yoga or workouts or planning activities or making sure everyone's dietary restrictions are taken care of or planning the self-development coordinating with the videographer like that is a lot that is asked of you and Cassie to help all these, these, these women and men that come to your retreats. Like it's how, how do you guys do this and not like run on empty? So luckily we have people that we have an operations person and we give them a free trip. Oh, nice. Because Cassie and I are very, very busy from the day-to-day -day life, teaching classes, taking clients, working on our personal brands and blogs and all the stuff. Um, we have somebody working and doing it for us now. Okay. Delegation, my friends. That's what you're hearing right here. There's nothing wrong with delegating and asking for help or hiring someone so that you can continue to do what you love and the projects that you're really passionate about. If you're in a position where you can delegate or externally hire so that you can really focus, there's nothing wrong with that. I think if anything, it's going to make you guys better. And you'll be surprised how many people actually want to help, you know, like who wouldn't want a free trip anywhere or just be a part of this amazing community. Yeah. Right. 
but don't be afraid to reach out. <laughs> Got to just say, Hey, what's up? I'm down. But as a, as like a, an individual, how do you make sure on a trip like that? And even just on your day to day that your cup is not running on empty because what you do every day requires, like you're expending a lot of energy. You're listening to people. You're being there for them. I think we're, I think fitness instructors don't get enough credit sometimes when it comes to how there they are for people. Like it's so much more than just a workout. Yeah, no, totally for sure. Me and Cassie, we take on and off days while we're at the retreat. So mm-hmm. there'll be like one day where I'm heavier on the schedule and she has a day off and then or the opposite. So that really gives us a time. Like, you know what, today I'm just going to go on my own, go lie by like the beach or by myself, go read a book, maybe FaceTime your loved one. So we really find that balance and having that operations person doing all like the back end stuff that we don't have to worry about. So we really could be with our guests while mm-hmm. we're there. As for home, I really, I really, my morning routine really helps me stay grounded and stay like really inspired. Every single Sunday, I don't allow myself to work. I uh, make sure that I don't check my Instagram. I am fully present in my life. I go see my parents. I go see my boyfriend's parents. I see my friends. We have brunch. So I think finding that like day where you're really not focusing on work or giving back to people, but really just like giving everything you can to yourself. Yeah, you got to fill that cup. You got to fill the cup. Monday is going to come around and you're going to need to be on that microphone or teaching that class or taking class. Yeah. And then sometimes you just don't want to do it. And I'm sure you've been there where you're like, oh, I have to do this. Oh, yeah. There's days where I like, I have stuff and I'm like, I don't have anything in me. And then I I somehow dig deep and find it. But like, there are days where as much as I love what I do, I just don't feel like doing it. And you just got to find it. Like, where, where does that come from? Like, where, where do you get that drive? Like when you are having an off day or you're just, or you're cramping, you've got your period or something. Like, how do you kind of still get up and do what you got to do? Happens a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I love you for being so honest. (laughs) You know, you know, you get into a huge fight with your boyfriend and then you have to go teach a class. It's so tough. (laughs) And smile nonstop for an hour. Yeah. Or you're like, I'm just there. I have weeks where I'm like, so not inspired in terms of like, I don't know what to do for my workout tomorrow. I just don't know. I'm like out of ideas. I think what helps to really pull it together is when I walk into the room, I see all the faces that are there for me. And I'm just like, I'm doing it for you. It's not about me anymore. It's really for the people in this room and the energy just carries me through. I love that. How do you feel about that when you have to like go on air and you're having a bad day honestly I have to put on like my armor I call it my Chloe Wilde armor like Beyonce mm. Sasha Fierce like I just like pretend <laughs> I literally pretend to like put it on and I'm like okay I got it like whatever's going on inside me can wait I have a job to do and I've got people depending on me to do my job so that they can do theirs and the, I think it's it's a little bit similar to you like I just take it I stop being I stop looking so within in that moment and I'm like okay time to it's time to step up to the plate like whatever I'm dealing with will still be there sometimes it takes crying in a bathroom stall to get me through it (laughs) sometimes it takes a couple deep breaths um I love a good diet coke when I'm having an off day like I just I've got these little tools to just get me through sometimes it's just grin and bear it especially if I'm having like a very anxious day but yeah I don't know you just gotta power through sometimes and then and then I do have to check in with myself later that day like if I'm still feeling like my cup is really running low then I gotta check in and be like okay 
why is it running low? What can I do? Is it my mindset? Is it that I'm not eating well? How did I sleep? And I just like have this massive list that I go through. And then hopefully by going through that list, I can pinpoint where it's coming from and then I can deal with it. I'm going to try your armor. I'm going to try that armor suit. That's like my next step. (laughs) Dude, I just like, I literally, you guys can't see what I'm doing, but like I envision putting on like a jacket and zipping it up and I'm like, cool. This is like my Chloe Wilde armor. This is like my, my TV personality armor or my like whatever you call it. Like that's my armor. And once I have it on, I'm good to go. Like whatever I'm dealing with is still happening inside. But with my armor, no one can get through it. I love that. My Karina V armor. Woo! Your Karina V armor. Karina V sports bra. Because you're always in a sports bra. <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in a sports bra right now because I just literally did a live like 20 minutes before we spoke. <laughs> but I need to, I need to do it. I need to, I did an app workout this morning in my living room. Like it's, Which one? I did it on the, uh, the NTC app, one of their like cardio oh, cool. ones, but I, I missed the classroom setting. I did actually a yoga class on Instagram live, um, yesterday and I loved it. Even though it was just me and my phone, like I could see the instructor, the instructor was practicing with someone. There was 110 people also doing it. And I fed off of the energy of the other people, even though they weren't physically around me. So I think I'm definitely going to check out some more IG stuff just to get that sense of community and that sense of like, Hey, we got this. We're getting it done together. Cause I miss it. I miss it so much. There's like a workout every hour. If you go look online, you, there's so much happening right now. Dude, You've got- <laughs> if you see more DM, DM me them. Cause I've got too much time on my hands, but thank you so much for doing this. I feel like we've been talking about doing this for so long and like we're actually doing it amidst a COVID pandemic. So we're doing it over computers, but it's, it's happening and that's all that matters. Thank you so much for having me. And it's so nice to like talk to you. I feel like you're such a professional and you <laughs> You get stuff out of me, you know, you get all the, all the goodies out of me. Oh, so good, good. That makes me happy. And before I let you go, I always end this, the podcast the same way. What does healthy is hot mean to you, Miss Karina V? To me, healthy is hot is what we discussed in the beginning of the episode. It's just, it's the outer and the inner. It's about how you take care of your body, but also how you take care of your mind. It's how you treat yourself and how you treat other people in your world. Mike? Drop. I love you. I love Chris. I, love I hope to see you guys in the red room soon. Do you guys have a fit escapes coming up that people should keep an eye out for? Or TBD? TBD? Well, yeah, we just had to cancel our Guatemala trip. Oh, too soon, Chloe. Too soon. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I mean, until then, check out fit escapes on social. I just put my foot in my mouth. I'm sorry. There's so many things being canceled. And for there's certain moments in my day that I found today that I just keep forgetting that there's this massive situation happening in the world. And I'm like, oh yeah, let's just go here. And then my friend in Vancouver is like, no, 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 there's, you can't travel right now. And I'm like, nope. Yep. I know that. That's why I'm home on a weekday. But it's okay. to forget sometimes. It'll be back. It'll be back. In the (laughs) meantime, you've got podcasts you can listen to. You've got workouts you can do with Karina on IG. And uh, yeah, just take a little time for yourself, right? Thank you so much for having me. You're the best. And just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wilde. If you enjoyed this conversation, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. See you next week.